Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Here's the snap, looking left, and now in the end zone, complete to Dawson Knox for the touchdown. Oh, he was wide open. He split the two defensive backs, and Allen hit him for the opening drive TD. That was on Bill's radio. Buffalo advances to the divisional round. We get the matchup that we've all been salivating over. Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, another one. Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff, welcome to the show. Listen, we have a lot of time to dissect Buffalo. They were a 10-point favorite in this game. The final score would make you think it was a little bit more of a blowout than it it was. It actually did get a little snug. Um Now there's questions about Mike Tomlin's future, though, as the Steelers now have four straight first-round exits from the playoffs. They have not won a playoff game since 2017, which is, you know, it's now seven years that they have not won a playoff game. So there's been speculation from NFL insiders like Jake Glazer and Adam Schefter for a couple weeks, but it was mostly felt like Perloff was coming from the Tomlin side of things. Like, oh, he might take a year off or he might want to be traded. Um this latest playoff loss, I think, throws even more his future into jeopardy. Yeah, I, I think the Tomlinites, for example, I think Jake Glazer said he wants to walk away or maybe do a year of broadcasting. Not necessarily that he wanted to coach another team. That was not my sense, that he's dying to coach another team. Like, which team would it be? He's not going to go to Atlanta. He's not going to take over the Chargers. That just doesn't feel right. I feel like he would need a year off. The guy's got to be burned out. Oh, and gotcha. forever. Yeah, I don't think I don't think this is about coaching another team. Well, I think maybe he wants to see what life is like outside the organization. I have no idea, but I maybe, think, maybe it's run its course with the Steelers. I don't think he liked if if indeed this is how it went no. down. I don't think he liked that ownership got involved and essentially fired Matt Canada. I mean, that's what wow, the reporting geez. was like out of Pittsburgh. If, I know. If that's the case, then the Steelers are better off without him. There's no doubt about it. Matt Canada is the worst offensive coordinator I've ever seen. I don't understand. One thing about the Steelers, they have a very talented roster. Their GM Omar Khan is on a complete heater in the draft. So they've gotten, except for quarterback, they've done really, really well. So I well, think if they, one. <laughs> if they... big one. I have a plan, though. Oh, you do? Justin Fields has got to be the quarterback in Pittsburgh next year. Give up a second um, rounder. Just one second round pick. You're all, forget all the Mel Kuyper reports. No one's giving up a first rounder for Justin Fields. Give me a mobile quarterback. You're going to run the ball, and you're going to let that defense win games. Something. Just do something radical there. I think it would re-energize Mike Tomlin. I think Kenny Pickett, Mason Rudolph, Mitchell Trubisky, uh, that was not not good. <laughs> Get a and the other thing too, hire a good offensive coordinator. Can you do that for me, Maggie? Now that being said, I don't know who a good offensive coordinator who's on the market would be. I think they're mostly swallowed up. 
But I think you could immediately turn this thing around with a young, good quarterback. Well, Luke Getze is out there. He was just fired as the Bears' offensive coordinator. If you uh, they, came with Justin Fields, maybe not you terrible. Keep a little continuity there. But I don't know if that's where the Steelers want to go. I'll agree with you about this. The quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers this for next season is not on the roster right now. It can't be because Kenny Pickett, they could have went to him last night, right? He's... He's there for the game. I know that he was coming off of an injury, but he was still on the depth uh, chart. They, they listed him as QB1 on the depth chart, actually. Well, Rudolph had won three games in a row. No, no, I get so why they I, I, the There was no hand. way they were going with him. But you're down 21-7 at halftime. I know you scored right before the half, but I thought Mason Rudolph, listen, he wasn't helped by the couple fumbles by uh, receivers, but why didn't they go to pick it at all last night? I was really surprised they didn't really? try something to change it up. I mean, the Bills were killing him in the first half. Yeah, I mean, once Rudolph kind of got his footing, I, I think you could even argue he was the better qu- quarterback in the game from the second quarter on. He was kind of hot. Well, I would not say that, but... Uh, he was. But anyway, there's, you, also the bar is so low for Pittsburgh to have any passing offense that I think he was so far and above what they'd seen the last few weeks. He made some really nice throws last night, no, especially when he's targeting Pickens, which I think they need to do more of next year, whoever the quarterback is. No, I get that, but... Yes, maybe Rudolph got into a little bit of a rhythm in the second half. That's also because the Bills' injuries and their secondary were mounting up. Like, that would have been stupid if they weren't trying to test that secondary more because they were down to third and fourth string guys. But here's the thing. Like, Kenny Pickett was the reason why you had won some of these comeback games earlier in the year. Again, he's coming off a surgery. I know that he was was cleared. I I was just surprised that they didn't at least try something a little bit different. Gosh, I thought, like, Rudolph was feeling it. What The only thing that kept him from winning that game was that the Bills had an eight-minute drive right at the— Right when the rhythm was getting going for the Steelers, they just couldn't get these the Bills off the field. That's not the only reason why they lost the game. Honestly, if they didn't have that eight-minute drive, I thought Rudolph was heating up. I, I think that game would have been a lot closer. It might have uh, been closer, I, I think the but the Bills, to their credit, never... they kept the ball out of Pittsburgh's offense most of the second half. No, they did, but I... To me, it's funny because I never – the game did get a little bit tight in the third quarter. I'm not going to disagree with you there, but I never really felt like it was in jeopardy, and a lot of that reason I felt like was because of Mason Rudolph. I, I In the first half, I thought he was not good. He was missing receivers. He was getting balls batted down at the line of scrimmage. I'm like, they stay with him. The Bills are going to win this game, and that's exactly what happened. Um, as far as Mike Tomlin's future, though, we did get some illuminating quotes post game from Najee Harris. So let's hear from Harris. We have that, yes, about uh, what has to change this offseason. In-house rules, like not like not no changes or coach like that. It's just the rules that, that are in the building that, you know, we got to be more disciplined. We got to be more, more uh, we got to be more committed. You know, I'm not saying that we're not, but, you know, just coming from a place um, that, 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 that has structure um, and, you know, coming just, and just seeing like, you know, you know, we probably could help get help in these areas. It might make a change. I think that that's that's something uh, that's something to help. I'm not saying nothing about coaches or anything like that. I'm just saying more of just in-house rules. Yeah, see, this, you know what this reminded me of? And that was Najee Harris. Exactly the Ben Roethlisberger criticism of this team. And I actually thought Roethlisberger might have been talking about Najee Harris and he was talking about some of the wide receivers, uh, Pickens and Deontay Johnson, as the culprits here. But... Maybe Harris is trying to change things. Like, remember Perloff when when Ben Roethlisberger was critical that the traditions that the Steelers players had had when he was there were not getting passed down to the younger guys. And he blamed the younger guys for not being receptive to 
like accepting uh some of those traditions or some of that tough love, if you will. Right. Uh, I think probably true. So I I understand. I listen, I get in a lot of Twitter fights over Deontay Johnson. So talented. such a good receiver, such a knucklehead. And even last night he made a couple plays. I'm like, Oh my God, what is he doing? Then he made a great play. Honestly, I, I and Pickens too. Like Pickens' attitude is not great. That's why he was a second round pick. But isn't this I a mean, reflection he, on Tomlin? I mean, no, no, the Steelers draft these. This is not. This is a personnel. The reason that you can get Deontay Johnson and George Pickens and Santonio Holmes in later rounds is sure. because other teams know that they have character issues. What, right, why, Antonio Brown. No, why I get did it. George? You watch George Pickens play. Is there any reason that guy's not a top ten pick? Yes, because. Clearly, he's got a bit of an attitude problem. Well, I'm wondering, though, that it used to be almost like a calling card or a feather in their cap that the Steelers could take people who maybe had some issues and get them to buy in. Well, Are we not getting the buy-in out? I know the yeah. end of the Antonio Brown stuff was messy and Le'Veon Bell. I get that. But I don't think a lot of people were blaming Tomlin. They were just blaming the players, saying these are just malcontents. I think everyone close said that the Steelers had all these strong, high-character veterans on defense that carried them to two Super Bowls. And then they had all these wildly talented guys on offense who were me-first guys, and that's why they couldn't win again. Is that a fair criticism? Um, I mean, they had Antonio Brown. No, I get it. But... <laughs> so that that I think it's, you know, and by the way, another guy, there's a reason Antonio Brown was available because... Right. Antonio Brown had problems going way back. Me first, me first, me first. You don't win that way. I think so. Ben, of all people, was a very me first guy. Yeah, right. I think that something happened. There. Something happened in the Steelers over the years where they all are not on the same page. Okay, but so I think Ben was right. Okay, I, yeah, I do. I think he is too. But I can't just let Tomlin skate there because you're the continuity. Like that's the cool thing oh, I see what you're about okay. having a head coach and only having three head coaches in your entire history and all of that. Like. The, the players can pass down the traditions, and that's important, and, and maybe coaches can't replicate that. But you've got the same guy in the building who's been there through multiple regimes. You are the regime. Like, you do you set the standard. And listen, I get it. Belichick, it ran its course with Belichick. So it, it it's not forever. But it just feels like shouldn't Tomlin have to wear some of this? Oh, definitely. But... That being said, the guy keeps winning 10 games. Do you really want him to leave if you're a Steelers fan? So, I think some do, but that could easily fall apart if he, Tomlin leaves. Okay, so juxtapose that, right? So you have Tomlin who's got this all-time record of never being a below 500 coach in the regular season. But then put that next to haven't won a first-round playoff game in your last four tries, haven't won a playoff game in seven seasons. Like, great you can do it in the regular season. You can back into the playoffs. You can all that stuff. But I don't think, I think people look at this roster and say, why are we backing into the playoffs? It's because well, you don't have a quarterback. But their, quarter, their, their Hall of Fame quarterback got old. And instead of doing a complete rebuild, they decided to go sort of the middle road. Like the Patriots, would you rather be the Patriots and be 4-13? and 13? I wouldn't, but sometimes that bottom out. Is can necessary. lead can lead to your best thing. Like ask the Cincinnati Bengals. Do you think they care that they bottomed out? They end up getting Joe Burrow, and the rest is history. Yeah, I mean, it's like the process. Do you want the process in Philadelphia where you get terrible? I I understand what you're saying, but I do think this is a really intriguing roster. I I think me too. I think Tomlin gets the right quarterback. I think he could be right back there. I understand what you're saying, and I understand Steelers fans hate this limbo where they're yeah. just winning ten games every year. But man, if you have T.J. Watt on the field and you have a healthy Minka Fitzpatrick, you have George Pickens playing like we know he's capable. There's a lot of reasons to be interested in the Steelers team. Oh, I get it, but Tomlin also had a hand in getting and picking Pickett, didn't he? Like the guy's got a lot of power, so yes. you can say. 
hey, like, look, we killed Bill Belichick because of Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi sucked. I mean, don't we have to give the same thing to Tomlin? You're there. You're in the building. You've got so much power. You missed on the QB. You got to do something about it. Maybe it's Justin Fields. I know there's some Kirk Cousins talk, but Kirk's coming off an Achilles. Like, I, Yeah, I, I feel like Kirk should say Minnesota. <laughs> well, also, is everybody, yeah, you're right, but in the Dome for half your divisional games, but, like, not everybody is as out there as Aaron Rodgers. Like, hey, I'm coming back. I'm going to be greater than ever. I'm going to be this, that. Like, Kirk Cousins. And we don't is, even know if Aaron Rodgers is going to be. That yeah, right. Good. <laughs> Kirk Cousins is a mid 30s quarterback who's coming off an Achilles. Like, nor, mm. that used to be kind of a death sentence. But it's but. Kirk Cousins. It's interesting. What style do you want with Pittsburgh? I feel like Justin Fields, maybe to his detriment, is not going to throw the ball 45 times in a game. He's going to run a lot. So you're going to have a. You're not. Where yeah. Kirk Cousins is going to try and have 5,000 passing yards. It feels like the Steelers kind of like last year's Eagles want a running quarterback and they sort of grind the other team down. I feel like Justin Fields could do that. Okay, but you're get ready for your receivers to be unhappy. And the other thing too is <laughs> they I mean, didn't we... like it when they had Kenny Pickett and they loved it when they had Mason Rudolph who was actually throwing the ball. And we saw the defense yesterday. I mean, that defense looked like a, a defense you can rely upon to say, well, okay, there's no gonna, Watt though. There's no Watt, which is a, but Watt has nothing to do with safety's not tackling and corners not tackling. I mean, that has nothing to do with with him so is that defense going to be able to play that style of play still yeah they this this defense gave up about halfway through the year i'm not quite sure why uh i do like i just love joey porter jr so much though oh my gosh if the eagles had drafted that guy i i hope he's okay after last night by the way that's an interesting injury update to follow even though the season's over i mean you just look tj watt cam hayward joey porter you gotta be that defense when it's really fired up is so good I don't know. I, I'd run it back. I know. I feel like the I'm going to run it back. Though? I'd run it. No, I'd get a new quarterback, but I'd definitely run it back with Tomlin and tell Mike, hey, listen, I understand you're upset, but if you want to coach this team, it's yours. Okay, let's hear the Tomlin sound because it, after the game, this became one of the big takeaways and, and talking points from the game after the Steelers lost. He did his press conference. He answered the questions that he had to answer, and then this was the final question. Anyone? Mike, you have a year left on your contract. Okay. And he just walked off the podium. I mean, I hate it as a move because it's, listen, if you got something, to, you can dodge this, first of all. You have been doing this for a long time. There's a way to very artfully dodge this. Say, hey, we're not talking about that now. Tomlin has done that plenty of times. But it makes me want to dig if I'm a reporter. It makes me think there is something more to the story. Yeah. It makes me think there is something to the Schefter and Jay Glazer reports. And maybe Tomlin, maybe he's upset that it's even come to this, considering, you know, his standing in the organization. Maybe he doesn't feel like he should have ever gotten to the contract year. Okay, but the Steelers also leaked, hey, if Tomlin, we want you for life. So unless you don't buy that. The other thing, too, if Tomlin really was going to leave, would he walk off on his final press conference? Don't you think he'd be a little more magnanimous if he if he had left in his mind? Don't you think he would play the game and been like, oh, I love it here? Or some, I don't know. You're not going to walk off in anger and then just keep on walking. That's just not how coaches do things. Well, I don't think, even if he doesn't coach another game for the Steelers ever again, that's not his last press conference. That's just the last one post-game. Yeah, I just felt like the anger and the fire is still there. He's obviously so upset at losing. I, I just don't see him walking away. I mean, maybe I'm dead wrong. It just feels like maybe I'm used to it. Mike Tomlin's going to be the coach of the Steelers again next fall. Just because I've seen it so many times. They're comfortable with each other, and 
he did win 10 games with a pretty crappy team this year. And there were a lot of problems. They had Matt Canada at offensive coordinator. That's like when a baseball player has two donuts on his bat and he's swinging in the, <laughs> in the on-deck circle. To win at many games with the worst offensive coordinator in the NFL, there's something there with Mike Tomlin. 855-2124-CBS, 855-2124-227. Gary is in Jacksonville. has got a question for Perloff about his birds. Hey, Gary, how are yeah, you? Yeah, Mr. Perloff, you know, and that, that complete collapse of your Eagles. Yeah. You know, I was wondering, uh, Sirianni can't possibly come back. Will you look at Jim Harbaugh? Do you look at a Ben Johnson? Because Ooh, you, can't, yes. you, can't bring, you can't bring those guys back after that collapse of the birds. Completely. And that, that was embarrassing, that uh, – those missed tackles last night. Uh, you know they weren't playing in bad weather or anything like that. Th- that's on Nick Sirianni that collapse. Yeah, I mean they've been missing missing these tackles in the secondary for the second half of the season. That to me is the biggest problem. Are you going to give me Ben Johnson and Jim Harbaugh? I didn't know we could get those guys. Yes <laughs> yeah. and yes, well. bringing both of them together and that's even better. That's amazing. If we, Jim, by the way, everyone's saying Belichick. No one's saying Harbaugh. Yes, please. Do you think that Harbaugh's a candidate? Do you think no. they go to him? I don't th- for certain, no, because I don't think Howie wants to sh- Harry Roseman, the GM, wants to share the power with Jim Harbaugh. He's got yeah, a special Belichick would be okay. But he has a special link. Belichick and Harry Roseman are super fans of each other. They always praise each other. There's something weird going on with Belichick. So uh I think that could be an exception. Harbaugh is difficult and Harry Roseman had Chip Kelly in, a very similar style, kind of a hardcore guy, and it didn't work at all. So no, I don't think Harbaugh is gonna go there. Although I would like that. Uh, I'm sure you would. John <laughs> is in Western New York. has got a thought on the Steelers. Good morning, John. How are you? I'm uh, doing good, guys. Uh, first off, I want to say congratulations to the Bills. Uh, they they played their game, and uh, uh, they did well. Uh, but, but I want to weigh in on a couple of things. Mr. Perloff, they do not have a shitty roster. The Whoa. Steelers... <laughs> John, I get it. No, I said the, I said the roster was good. Yeah. The Steelers roster. I'm interested in the Steelers roster. I know. I love John, too. I don't want that to prohibit him from calling us another time. we got to keep it clean for the kiddos. Yeah, no, no. I, I'm actually wildly pro Steelers roster. I think Omar Khan's the man. Yeah. He, he's just made good pick after good pick. You you always say this. You need a quarterback to tie it all together. and it's they the they missed on picking. that matters. But that was a tough draft. Look at who they were looking at. They needed a quarterback, and they had Kenny Pickett, Malik Willis, Matt Corral, uh, I don't know. Uh, I think the Kyle Trask. I don't know if he was that year. No, there was a bunch of backup quarterbacks. There was, there was no other. That was one first round pick was Pickett. That was a huge mistake. Okay, it just I, is not working and out. And I think I don't think it's an accident that Pickett was in the building. And I think they looked and yes. thought they just saw like Matt Canada. Yeah, right. Same with Matt Canada, where he's at Pitt. He's at University of Pittsburgh. He's at Pitt. And they thought, oh my gosh, look how lucky we are. We got a franchise quarterback. We didn't have to go anywhere. He's right in the building, guys. It turns out, I think they got a little fooled. Maybe saw well, what they wanted to see. I mean, Kenny Pickett did have 42 touchdowns, I think, his junior year or something. He he was productive at Pitt. And in this preseason, he came out and slung, slung it all over the place. Yeah, but were you were you grading him against the other quarterbacks in that class? Or were you grading him against all quarterbacks that well, were an option? I mean, I'm looking at his, his senior year, sorry. He had 42 touchdowns, seven picks. That's... Uh, he was unbelievable. At no, I get it. Uh, the other thing, too, is we haven't seen him with a without Matt Canada. So maybe there's something more there with Pickett. C- certainly seems, as you mentioned earlier in the show, the guy can win some close games. I, I think what they're going to happen, and they mentioned this on the broadcast last night, I think you could easily go into next year with a Rudolph-Pickett preseason battle. Be which honest. is not, not great. I'd rather go outside. And you got to think about the division. 
I know Cleveland had an early exit, but look at what they did with yep. four different quarterbacks. Deshaun will be back next year. We'll see what happens there. You don't Burrow, you're not going to keep down like you're not going to get I'm going to say lucky that he for everyone else that he gets hurt. Like that's not going to happen all the time. So you got to fix this quarterback situation. You're the Pittsburgh Steelers. You can't just uh, lay down with the AFC North. And also, too, those teams always beat each other anyway. That's I mean, true. the Steelers beat a much, much better Ravens team twice this year. I know the second one was Ty Huntley, but still, yeah, I don't the think the first this... one was like the Ravens had seven drops. I think yeah. <laughs> it was crazy. Steelers are never going to rebuild. I think uh, we know some Steelers fans, and they get frustrated by this. They're never going to rip the Band-Aid and start over. No, but. Like, look at the other quarterbacks in the division. Like, which one of these isn't like the other? And I know Deshaun Watson hasn't been good, but let's just take his history. Like, one is the highest, has more guaranteed money than any player in the history of the NFL. The other is going to be the two-time MVP. And the other is maybe people believe the first or second actually best quarterback in the NFL. Like, yeah. you got to keep up. Wait, who's the first or second best quarterback in the Joe NFL? Joe Burrow. Oh, right, right. Well, I was going to say, is that now Lamar Jackson? It might be Lamar. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting because we never had Lamar in our top three quarterback rankings, and now he's all of a sudden there. Yeah, it's, that's not good. But then again, the AFC North, they kill each other every year. Who knows who survives that meat grinder? 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. The future of Mike Tomlin. Is it time to part ways? I'd say yes. I I I oh, think, you, say, you think they should part? Uh, which side? Do you think the team should get rid of him, or he should just move on? I think it's. I think it's gone as maybe it's gone as far as it can go. Mutual. Yeah, I mean, it's been a good run. Has it been sixteen years, something like that? Who's in it? So, oh man, so, they they have some weird assistant on the sideline next year. I think they go down a six win team. I trust the Pittsburgh Steelers to pick a coach more than any team more than any professional sports franchise that exists in North America. Like, if if Tomlin, if you do part ways with him, who else would you trust more to hire the next head coach than the Pittsburgh Steelers? They are uh, incredible at this. Why I would, would they counter-argue they've only done it th- twice. I would, might trust them less. They have less experience picking coach, and they did pick Matt Canada. Well, that was, I think, a Tomlin pick. Yeah. Like, as far as picking head coaches... Why wouldn't you trust? Haven't the Steelers who brass picked, earned the benefit of the doubt? Of nobody who picked Mike coach? Tomlin was in the building. That was 2005. <laughs> There's no one there who picked Mike Tomlin. There's Rooney family people there. I think the Rooney who picked him is no well, longer Dan there. Well, Dan Rooney has passed away, right? Yeah. Art Rooney is still there. I think I'm getting my Roonies right. Uh, anyway, yeah, I, I could argue this is know the, your Roonies. the one team that does not know how to pick head coaches because they never do it. They have no experience okay. with this. The Jets pick a new head coach every three years. Do they <laughs> seem good at it? Sorry, EJ and Pete. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. All right, you mentioned Jim Harbaugh. We'll tell you where he was interviewing yesterday, and is that the right fit for Coach Jim Harbaugh? Get to that next. Maggie and Perloff, CBS Sports Radio. Welcome back to Maggie and Perloff. Can't get to me today. Anybody wants to call in and make fun of my Eagles, doesn't affect me at all, Mac. Yeah, you've been making fun of them for weeks. We all know they're losers. (laughs) Oh, get out of here. Who's your team? Jets, they're losers, too. No, no, no. no. There's no losers, too. They're not in the same (laughs) conversation at all, although I do love former Eagles. Executive. Wait, wait. There's one thing to lose in the first round of the playoffs. There's another to win six games. They're not the same category of losers. I'm not. All right, fine. Put them in different loser categories. They're both losers. You're saying all 31 teams at the end of the year are the same as the Jets? Yes. 
<laughs> that's, what, that's, what that's what you go for. You go to win the ring. You don't go to win the, oh, oh hey, I want a, cha- a division championship. Great. Uh, Wonderful. All right. Well, you go to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, th- that's definitely right. So if the 49ers play the Ravens in this Super Bowl, then you're right. The Ravens or the 49ers and Jets are same, same. Come on. That is <laughs> completely insane. They're all losers. Now, that's like can, the, if you don't win the marathon, if you come, you know, you finish the marathon under four hours, well, you didn't win the thing, so no accomplishment there. What are you talking about? I'm, I'm telling you. Well, they They're always say all second losers. place is the first loser. But I, I think that there's loser tiers. Obviously. Yeah. I mean, the that's Eagles are pretty fine. high. I'm sorry. Like, we're not doing this mental gymnastics Perloff, there was a, a epic collapse of the Eagles season after being 10-1. and one. Yep. They won one game the rest of the way. Yeah. And then got eliminated by a team that had nine wins. They, this is, this, they are one of the worst losers of the season. And they're about to fire their coach. Right. The quarterback yeah. might be giving anonymous quotes to ESPN about how he doesn't like the offense. Like, you're, you're, uh, if yeah, you're not but, a loser franchise, you're cosplaying a loser franchise. They've been right in the now. playoffs three years in a row, and they just won 11 games. To say they're the same as the Jets is insane. No, it, I, I've suffered through too many Mets collapses in September where I had to tell people the Mets had a good season or they were in the playoffs the year before to be told, no, no, you're still losers because you collapsed. I'm not going to sit here and hear, oh, well, sorry, we went to the playoffs three years before, so this one isn't so bad. I'm not doing it. Guys, I'm surprised. EJ, Maggie, I did not peg you guys as science deniers. We did this yesterday. It's called dry heat. (laughs) You're in Arizona in February. Maybe the roof is closed, climate controlled. Maybe the dry heat stays outside, but maybe it creeps in and then it just lingers in your system for weeks and months. Fool's gold, 10 and 1 start. And then you get to November and you can't win again. We've seen it a million times before. This is what the Eagles are the latest victim of dry heat. Make fun of the Eagles all you want, but I think you totally underestimating how big the L is on the New York Jets. Big L. No one's doing that. On both of them. Pilates saying the Jets and the Eagles are the same thing. You lost six out of seven games. No showed in Tampa Bay on national you TV. You lost the Todd Bowles, who used to be a as, Jets loser. As the coach, Todd Bowles did just beat you. As the coach goes up the tunnel and basically tells the Chiefs to kiss his rings. Oh my gosh, you guys are way too high on the Jets. Like no, miraculously too high on the no, Jets. No, but Sirianni also went through like a total kind of crisis of confidence. He knew he had to change his behavior on the sideline. Like they were all discombobulated. I mean, call it delayed hangover, call it whatever you want, but. It hit the Eagles hard. Yeah, and now it's going to be major changes, right? Yeah, but they won 11 games this year. You really just lost to one of the worst Jet coaches in recent memory, right? You keep talking about how bad the Jets are losing. <laughs> they just eliminated you in the playoffs. No, no you guys you are tr- saved Todd Bowles' job. You guys they, are yes, totally job. right. Basically, the Carolina Panthers and the Philadelphia Eagles had the same exact season. And the Jets, <laughs> the Jets are great. You well, know what? The Jets, at least they played in January. What are you talking about? <laughs> we spent all summer celebrating this Jets team that then we said, oh, yeah, I forgot they're the Jets, the I biggest didn't. losers, except for the Giants, the biggest losers in the NFL. The Jets lost their quarterback. What was the Eagles' excuse? Oh, the Did Eagles the Jets not lose their quarterback. <laughs> lost their minds. Temperature. <laughs> their excuses. <laughs> Wait, EJ, I forgot. Are you a Jets fan? Not, not, a dry, not a dry heat. He said it's more like a dry heat. Oh, <laughs> man. Nice. You guys uh, are, this is so sad that you're actually claiming equal status between the Eagles and the Jets right now. They're losers. They're both losers. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. They're both losers. No. None of them are going to win the Super Bowl this year. Thus, losers. So, okay. I'm going to. Cut that clip, because if the Ravens or the Niners lose in the Super Bowl, if you're saying the Jets and the Niners or the Ravens are one, two of those teams are the same and one that's is not, even, then you have, you're you not even a sports fan. You're just an insane that's person. That's even worse. The Ravens should should be going, have a 
a big ticket to the Super Bowl this year and win. Tell you what, the, if the Ravens lose in the playoffs, it's going to be a massive L for Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. His, yes. his legacy and how we talk about him, everything everything is riding on this playoff run. You can't say, oh, well, if they lose, well, it's okay. No. It's going to be a huge deal if they lose. What yeah. do you mean? Agree. You I, guys are I'll, delusional about the Jets. You're totally delusional. Do not I think that is the biggest the loser franchise. Jets are losers. <laughs> the Jets beat the Eagles, too. All didn't losers they? are not they the did. same. But Zach Wilson, yeah. <laughs> to be fair, Perloff, you were the one who brought up the Jets. Bilotti said you're a loser, and you said, what team do you root for? Yeah, I know. I can't, right. That's so exactly now, like, how could you call me a loser? That's like saying, like, uh, I, I just because uh, a JV player in high school is talking trash to uh, the varsity star, because what are you talking about? I'm not running around throwing a parade for the Jets. I just said that they are terrible, too. Yeah. We watch losing football. We can. We can this we is what's going on. Yeah. This is what's going on. Perloff doesn't want to be associated with your type of losing. That's right. That's wait, what wait. it is. You guys he th- wants to be a loser in his own him. in his own lane. Am I crazy? Are we talking about the New York Jets? Am I complete? Are we talking about the Winnipeg Jets? What are you guys talking? <laughs> I feel like I'm on Planet Bizarro right what here. What part? What part of the we New think York the Jets. Jets are losers? Do you not understand? Do you know that everybody <laughs> outside of the zip code thinks the New York Jets are the biggest losing franchise? Are you aware of what's going on out there? I am. That's he why feels I said the same it. way. Are and you, you think they're the same as the? You think the Jets and the Eagles are the street? You just like Jets suck. He thinks the Jets and the Eagles are the same same. The Spider Man. Watch what the Eagles did here. The Eagles were ten and one. They were ten and one. They should have made a week ten and one. To be fair, you just said that they had to go through a gauntlet of playing in February. To be fair, Jets never quit. Felt like the Eagles quit. Jets beat the Patriots week 18, sent Belichick yeah. out as a loser. They Jets never said they were tired either. Whoa, you guys they are quit out of step the, with the NFL Nation right coach. now. They quit on their coach. It's evident right there. They quit on their yeah. coach, and, they, and they're all yelling at the quarterback on the sideline. I understand this is all bad, but you're comparing them to the New York football no, Jets. No, you are comparing them. them to the Jets. <laughs> you I, are comparing not, them. Wait, Pete just said they're the same, right? Am I? Did I hear that? Everybody said both who losers. doesn't win a Super Bowl, yes, you, you lost. You and didn't he, get it done. Right. No, no, no. You don't no. get a trophy for that. No, 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 no. <laughs> the Jets are in a totally different category. Uh, Bogus is here with headlines. There's got to be something going on today. Uh, It's the Eagles, actually. Jason (laughs) Kelsey, apparently more tired than the rest of them. The 36-year-old center reportedly told teammates after last night's 32-9 loss in Tampa Bay that he is retiring. See ya. The question is, is this the first of multiple exits from Philly after this late season collapse? Head coach for now, Nick Sirianni, maybe on the hot seat. There's a lot of guys in that locker room, all the guys in that locker room, every single one of them that put their heart and soul into this. Um, I'm not worried about me. The Bucks now worry about <laughs> about the Lions. They're... You might want to might want to worry about. Well, start now. Is that losing tier one or two? <laughs> <laughs> Their divisional game in Detroit. You guys are all total morons. Sunday by the way. afternoon. Thank you. Thank you. Honestly, like Jets fans are uh, nauseating enough. Oh. I, I have to work with them. I should get some sort of like yeah. like uh, what's it called? Dis- disability comp? pay. Yeah. I'm gonna yeah. be honest. Like Eagles fans aren't really a treat. But back to Bogus. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And I think it's worth pointing out that you've spent two and a half hours saying you can't be bothered by the Eagle loss, and you've been bothered for two and a half <laughs> no, no, hours I'm by bothered by the Eagle the, loss. No, no, it has nothing to do with the Eagles. Oh, this is, about, this is now about the Jets. The okay. thing that the Jets are good. Okay, you made this it is, about the Jets. This is, this is the chat is weighing in. YouTube.com slash CBS Sports Radio. Twitch.tv slash CBS Sports Radio. Ken M says an L's an L. 
Uh, Pine Needle says there are the same. Each one of you have one Super Bowl. That's right. There you go. That's right. He, uh, there you go. Uh, very, very... Uh, he said... Yeah, sorry, go ahead. Pete. Very logical listener. He right said, uh, if my Niners lose in the Super Bowl, then they are losers. It's not that complicated. <laughs> okay. Uh, wait, oh. wait. This is, we're talking about the... Just make it clear. New York Jets. Not the Winnipeg Jets. Not the Jets from West Side Story. Not this the Jets. This is the New York football Jets. Am I, am I a planet Zutron here? Everyone knows this is the biggest <laughs> loser franchise in the history of pro you sports. Cannot, you do not get to talk about other losers when your team that's coming off of a Super Bowl appearance. Yes, but the Jets. Of course I can talk about that. seven games and then lost to Todd Bowles, former Jets coach in the playoffs. You don't get to say that today. I'm sorry. You don't get to say that. Wait, what's You don't get plan? to say that, too. You have Zach Wilson as your quarterback. But I'm acknowledging what's that the Jets suck. You're not acknowledging that the Eagles suck right Who's now. Who's the worst franchise over the last decade? Well, that nobody holds a candle to the Jets. There. Of course, nobody's debating that. Wait, what's Planet Zutron? Uh, whatever. Uh, right I think next Darryl to Darryl Dawkins lived there. <laughs> Tony Romo, where's where he's from? That's <laughs> where Romo's camping out Monday through Sunday. Uh, also, a loser this morning: the Steelers, thirty-one seventeen in Buffalo yesterday. That one started twenty-one nothing. The Bills pull away late, and now they see the Chiefs for a third time in the postseason. The first two losses at Arrowhead, but this one Sunday night will be in Buffalo. Uh, back to those Eagles just for a second because they are not alone with issues in the NFC East. Maybe there's a coaching change coming in Dallas. The Commanders undergoing a complete facelift. And then there are the Giants. They divorced D coordinator Wink Martindale last week because of issues between him and head coach Brian Dable. Now we have reports about how bad Dable might be. Irrational, yelling, takes no accountability. He took play calling away from offensive coordinator Mike Kafka multiple times during the season. And apparently, on the urging of Martindale, GM Joe Shane spent four games on the headsets monitoring how Dable spoke to his staff during games. So there is no safe space right now in the NFC East. Yeah. I'm just going to say, as a longtime Buffalo Bill fan, there were a lot of things in this report that were not a surprise, that were not a shock. Mm. Although the headsets, the 13 seconds game, what was going on Mm. on the headsets was a big, is a big question uh, that came out of Buffalo and drips and drabs have come out since. So, we've got sources who have sources that point out that this is probably Wink Martindale telling all of these stories, okay, which could, calls into question some of the validity of the claims. Listen, could now Pat Leonard from the Daily News said no, it wasn't that. I think that you're looking also, there's another aggrieved party here. Now, I hate source guessing because these you, you have the right to say your piece, but the defensive coordinator was not the only phase of this football team that was dismissed who would have also been on the headset. Right. Right. There's a special teams guy. Special schmeems. And Mike Kafka apparently doesn't necessarily like Brian Dable either, so he could also, and he still has a job at the moment. He's interviewing for other jobs too, by the way. here's Here's the thing about source guessing. I think it's tough because everyone's got different agendas. This one seems obvious, like, oh, Wink Martindale, he feels like he got the shaft. His guys got fired. He left. And, of course, he would just go run to the news. I, I I don't know about that. There are a lot of people on the headsets, including analytics guys, uh, clock management guys. Like, there's a lot more cooks right. in the kitchen, I think, than most people realize. And when we watch Dable on the sideline and in press conferences, it fits. A lot of the right. story fits. Oh, he goes nuts on the sidelines. Yeah. I, think it's, I think at times it does look unprofessional. But here's the thing. It's kind of like if you're winning, people yeah. say, oh, what a fiery 
getting after his guys. Like, yeah. He's yelling like at Daniel year. Jones yeah. last year. Everyone was hailing him as a hero. They're about to do a parade for him in the Canyon of Heroes. But when you're losing, you look like a um, like you're unhinged. Well, on the positive side, they're at the same place as either the Niners or the Ravens. They're that close to a Super Bowl by Pete's logic. <laughs> I did not say that. I said they're losers. That's it. You guys are just way too overestimating both I mean, these teams. For now, the, the second Giants you say Giants, I'm like, place. that is a loser franchise too right now. Wait, hold on one second. Just back to the Giants for a second. Mm. You've got some major issues here. But and... they're organizational. That's my point. Like, there's something wrong deep inside that okay. organization okay, right now. Okay, maybe. But you, you definitely need a defensive coordinator. Yeah. You're going to likely need an offensive coordinator. I know Kafka is interviewing places, but if it's bad between him and Dayball, then he's going to be out. Your quarterback situation is extremely far from set. You got a Saquon Barkley situation you got to try to figure out. I mean, you got issues. And the owner's good friends with Bill Belichick. Well, Belichick always had a love for the Giants. He loved, I think that's like his first love since he was the DC there. Of course. But would they, would you really push aside Dayball and bring Belichick home, quote unquote? If they did, if they were going to, they would have did it already and they would have sat up there after, right after the season, the GM and the coach talking together. So I think that I think you think it's on the table or no? Uh, not as much as people think. Mm. Well, don't forget, yeah, I mean the Belichick thing is still kind of new as well. Like their season ended, and right. then they had to wait for that decision out of there. So Belichick wants a record though, and he, he I think Giants is too scary that he wouldn't get it right. Except the interview with the Falcons yesterday, and are well, they, they're in the NFC South. At least you have that advantage. They got more I talent guess. than the Giants for sure. I mean, everybody does probably, but. Well, offense, not everybody. Yeah, <laughs> offensive. I mean, the Giants. Are, mm. Honestly, I I'm sorry. Like the, the Giants are like the Jets. Like they, there's nothing they can do right now. They're just stuck in such a rut. Well, I, but at least they made the playoffs two years. Uh, not last year. Last year yeah. they the made foe. the playoff twice in in 15 years now. There's something no, I really wrong. They've been bad for a long time. It, they kind of skate a little bit more than the Jets because well, no, it does get pretty embarrassing. Well, you know, Joe Shane is is he the guy to turn it around? I mean, not that, you, that I'm saying you know yeah, him personally, no, no, but he was a Buffalo guy. He's he's a good drafter. He's good at, I, I think. Evan Neal not looking that great, though. Well, not that guy. <laughs> <laughs> this, no one can help the Giants. Who did the Giants line. get last year? I can't even remember. Deontay Banks this year yeah, was good. the last pick. He was he had a very good year. And Kayvon Thibodeau. And Thibodeau. Uh, Thibodeau years. Yeah, he was with, he was the Evan Neal combo yeah. in the top ten. He picked on, you, you hit on one. Yeah, one for two, not bad. <laughs> I, like to, I like to see them draft, be able to draft their own quarterback and see what happens. Yeah, I don't think they're going to be high enough, though. Well, actually, that's not true. What are they picking, six? Yeah, they could trade up. Giants are picking six, right where they got Daniel Jones, 2018. Uh, uh, Draymond Green was back last night. The Warriors still lost 116-107 in Memphis to a Grizzly team missing John Morant, Marcus Smart, and Desmond Bain. Steve Kerr's team maybe just not good. You know, 19 turnovers that turn into 30 points, and, um, you know, their game plan was pretty simple, you know, um, shoot as many threes as possible and, and um, get into transition as often as possible. Draymond heard boos when he entered the game. He played 24 minutes, had 7.7 boards and 4 assists in his return from his suspension. And Dusty Baker reportedly returning to the Giants as a front office advisor. He had a similar role with the club before becoming the Astros manager and of course he managed the Giants for a decade. Guys, back to you. Bogish, thank you so much. Coming up, uh, we will talk about Jim Harbaugh. We also have more reaction from yesterday's wild card games. Do not move. Maggie, Perloff, you see. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. 
That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is kind. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Yes, Sports Radio. Welcome back. Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff. Okay, this is the second time I've brought this up today where I feel like if we had some kind of uh, conduct detrimental to the show, Perloff would be in uh, easy violation uh-huh. of all the by- bylaws of this show. First was when he casually mentioned to me in a break, as I am a lifelong Bills fan, uh, yeah, you know Josh Allen's going to get hurt at some time. That should have been violation number one of the bylaws of the Maggie and Perloff show. Second violation where I think Perloff could be held in contempt of show, like contempt of court, is because you just sent out a tweet that is incredibly misleading. How so? You said there's a big fight on the show, and then you tagged all of us in it. Yes. That we said the Eagles and the Jets are in the same places as franchises. Do you agree? That is not the question. Pete, is that your statement? That's not the the statement. That's exactly. This is is what it is. The question was, do they both count as losers? Your team just lost in the playoffs last night, embarrassing fashion, uh, on the road, no show to playoff game. Jets lost like they always lose. They lose. They have a bad record, regular season, didn't make the playoffs. They have the longest drought in the NFL. Like, are do you both count as losers today? Well, losers, you said no. losers today. No, no, no. But th- that would mean all 31 teams that don't win the Super Bowl are losers. That's what that's what Pete's saying. But that's what EJ's saying. But in a set, yes, but that is a misleading statement, in my opinion. That's a crazy Nothing statement. Is, you should the, have to delete this. They're tweet. not the same, same. I'm not deleting it. They're not the same thing. I'm telling you, oh, how, well, you're saying they're they're losers, so they're in the same place as a franchise. They're losers. Listen, I didn't say that. <laughs> you said they're both losers. I said they're both. losers. They are both losers. Technically, of course, they're both losers. No one's going to argue that. But you, to say you are arguing it, you I'm, want tears of losing. Of course, there's tears of losing. To say the Eagles and the Jets are in the same boat in any sense is doesn't make any sense. Okay, but we're okay. Listen, the Jets have the longest playoff drought in the NFL. That's obviously not the same as the Eagles, who were at the Super Bowl last year. But we're talking about a team that did not show up, embarrassing performance, likely to fire the head coach, quarterback sniping. Like, you right now, it might not be all time, but right now you are exhibiting the qualities of a loser franchise. Like the Jets. Like the Jets. Same, same, same. 
I listen. Ma- makes it sound like that tweet was somewhat accurate. No. I feel like you got to live in the loser spotlight for a day. Like I'm not like look as Jets fans, <laughs> no, no, you no. live in the loser spotlight. It's a totally different the- kind of loser. This was a no, disappointed. This is a contender who blew it. Loser, right, which, which is, is so different than a perennial loser. Hold on, somebody wants to back up Perloff. Eight five five two one two four CBS. Bills in California is here to agree with Perloff. What do you have, Bill? Hey, uh, hear me out on this one, Perloff. I'm here to try to back you up. Thank you, Bill. Let you know about the Eagles. It wasn't the Eagles' fault. It was the NFL's fault. And let me tell you why. They were 10-1. and My Niners came in to Philadelphia, wackle-doodled the the Eagles and knocked them out. The the NFL never required the Eagles to go into concussion protocol. Therefore, Uh. they play the rest of the season in concussion. And that's what happened. They got knocked out by Mr. Irrelevant. And they realized, hey, we made the Super Bowl last year because they didn't have Mr. Irrelevant. So, I mean, oh, I, so I I'm going to count saying. this as a fake lifeline. Yeah. <laughs> but you made your point. And good luck to oh, you. Oh, by, for by the way, Bill, you're Bill getting Bill to gloat about the Eagles losing, saying he was here to uh, have Perlos hey. back is a great call. I would go even further. The season actually ended in the win over the Cowboys when they CeeDee Lamb went for 200 yards or something. I'm like, oh, my God, we cannot cover it any single person on this field. Yeah. So, uh, but th- I, I don't think that tweet is inaccurate because in Pete's mind, you're both losers. To me, that says you're in the same place. There's got to be tiers of losers. Of course there is. The Super Bowl loser and the team that has a number one overall pick are not the same thing. Yeah. They're not both losers in the same way. You can't say the Carolina Panthers and the Baltimore Ravens or the San Francisco 49ers or your Bills are the same thing. Okay, I think the other poll question we should put out today Let's hear should Perloff have to sit in the loser? What would you call it, EJ? The loser the spotlight. Loser spotlight. Like, should you have to sit in the loser spotlight? Like you can't, for you a can't day? divert the loser spotlight and say no, no, no. Let's point to the Jets who haven't played in a week or who no one cared about for a month because Aaron Rodgers has been out. Like, and we knew he wasn't Our coming season. back. <laughs> like you, you got, you got to sit in it. You got to say, you know what? We sucked. We're the laughing stock in the NFL. Yesterday was the Cowboys. Look, Cowboys fans called into the show. Big Dave called into the show. You know what? It was terrible. It sucked. We need to fire everybody. But you know what? It is what it is. Pearl off today, you're just like, nah, nah, nah. oh, come on. We're not the Jets. We're not the Cow. At least we didn't lose to the Cowboys. I mean, I'm come on. Gonna, the Eagles have real work to do here. We cannot get distracted with this crap. I'm not going to sit here. We, have, we just lost Jason Kelsey. There is actual personnel decisions that need to be made. And Howie needs me to be on the job here. <laughs> Not to wallow. <laughs> Coming up, who has the best shot of pulling off an upset in the upcoming divisional round? Got that and more on the Steelers for you next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.